well, scooter riders <laughs> as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually... Well, thanks for coming <laughs> on. And, uh, it's probably the only one I would pick up of all them sports <laughs> as well. I should try it. The funny you thing look like a scooter kid. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, is... Uh, Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Mitch. And on today's show, forget what's happening on today's show because the biggest news in surfing right now has to be the Lost Shore Surf Resort early bulb vouchers, which are now out and ready to buy. Pete. <laughs> How long have you been excited about early bird vouchers and not being able to talk about them? Oh my God, for so long. But now is the time to talk about them because they are live. And let me just get straight in to what they are, okay? Lost Shore Surf Resort, if you don't know, previously known as Wave Garden Scotland. We've had the team on the show. And September next year is when we are open to the public, okay? And we've launched our early bird vouchers in the last few days. And there is essentially four separate sets of vouchers or four vouchers, right? There's two for surfing and there's two for accommodation. Now, three surf lessons or sessions. Pete, how much do you think that might be? I know what you're going to play, mate. I know I've seen the prices because I spat everywhere when I saw the prices. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So three surf lessons or sessions, 100 quid. 100 quid for three, right? that is. Okay, so you now know what it is for, for three for 100 quid. If I said to you there's eight sessions or lessons available, what are you telling me cost-wise? Well, it's what's three, six, nine, 300 quid. Oh, my God, Pete, come on. These are deals. 200 quid for eight lessons or sessions. I mean, yeah. come on, right? It's so it's just that's surfing. That's so that's surfing eight, and- eight surfs. Is that on yeah. any setting as well that's going to be there, or is that limited to settings, or do you know any of that yet, or what? No, no, that, that's on all the available settings that are there. So the lessons will be for, obviously, any lesson ability. So for beginners, um, you'll get lessons on that. All the kit and equipment's uh, provided as well for yeah. lessons. Um, and for your sessions, that will be on the sessions that are available. So I'm not entirely sure if we've named all the sessions yet, but people will know the kind of the, the wave garden wave menu names already. So your, yeah. your advanced advanced plus all them kind of sessions are absolutely included. So that's surfing, right? And what I should point out as well, before I mention the accommodation is that if anyone knows Edinburgh, um, Lost Shore Surf Resort is going to be located in an old quarry right next to the uh, Edinburgh International Climbing Arena. And it's literally 10 minutes from the airport, just on on the west side of Edinburgh. Um, This place sits, it's a natural amphitheater. Like, it is stunning. Um, I can't remember if I took you up to the site when you were here, Pete, or not, but um, you've seen it on on social media. I've seen multiple pictures that you've sent me, yeah. Yeah, and obviously they're they're renders because we're still in the process of building it. But I am telling you, this natural amphitheater of where it's going to be, the size of it, you know, the biggest in Europe, is just crazy. It's going to be stunning. So this accommodation added onto it as a premium accommodation, um, the first and of the two vouchers. Okay, so yeah. so one night stay for up to two people, and the uh, the two person pods. 100 quid, okay? And 
we're talking this is in Edinburgh, you know, so you can imagine what it's like for accommodation, especially staying in a hotel in Edinburgh. Well, exactly, right? And what you get to look at as well. Okay, so that's the that's a two person pod. Again, so these are early bird. They're not going to stay at these prices, are no, they? No, no, no. They will. They will never again be of this value ever. Okay, so yeah. now is the time, and they're obviously limited. So now is the time to get get on the website, search your vouchers, um, and buy them now. Because when they go, they go. Um, I know that sounds salesy, but that's genuinely true. When these go, they will never be this value. Okay, so the next one is again one night stay. So this is an up to six people. Okay. Um, curve. Oh, it's called an arm. It's armadilla. They're the providers of these specific. What? I'm just. I'm just doing researches because I know the um, the wave have done bundles as well, and that's you're getting double the amount of surfs for the same price on that. Well, look, you know we're not. It's lost sure We're not trying to compete with a wave. Okay, I mean bloody hell, we're we're on completely opposite ends of the country like we're not trying to be in any com- competition so i'm not going to compare prices to the wave it's cheaper to fly to edinburgh and surf there than it is to surf at the wave which is 20 minutes down the road ridiculous well it is will that... be well it will be first of all if i get but early you know prices i'm not i'm, I'm not going to compare i'm not going to compare prices but i am curious about what you just said because when we done the scotland edition you did fly up, yeah, and to to Edinburgh. And I can't even remember because we worked it out. Pounds. It cost me twenty six pounds to fly to Edinburgh. So twenty six quid, and then you're two hundred quid for eight lessons or sessions. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> and you know, and I just wanted to finish that off, right? So that's six person, up to six people. Um, yeah, armadillo curve, which is like a family sort of wave, um, yeah. larger than a pod. One night stay. Up to six people, 150 quid in this insane amphitheater. Can I a... pay the 150 quid and just get myself to stay there six nights in a row just on my own? Yeah, well, not six nights in a row, no. It's but you can be thing. in it yourself. So, you know, split that 150 quid with six mates, get some yeah. surf vouchers. And do you know what I should say as well, which is actually quite key, is that the vouchers are transferable. So if you buy eight surfs that doesn't mean you have to surf eight times you can go with seven of your mates um or you can give gift them for christmas yeah. birthdays so all that I, sort of stuff if i want to drop like thousands on surfs and i can <laughs> then just literally transfer them to my mates yeah is that what you're saying you're going to buy me a lot of vouchers no i'm going to say surely with you working there we must uh get to get in for early early bird session <laughs> double early bird session where the hell are uh where the hell are our tickets for our listeners eh where are our, where are our free tickets for our listeners where are they come on bring them on come on come on well let's see what happens so amazing amazing deals and like i say once they're gone they're gone and uh, I think we should probably get on with the episode and we'll talk more about this at the end of the show and we'll go okay. more detail on our Buy Me Coffee as well, yeah? So this episode was recorded in Scotland in February 2023. Was it February it came up or March? February. Uh, March. It? Was it? No, I think it was March. It could have been February. It's a could long have time been. ago now. It's February. I'm sure it was. Mm. End of February, yeah. 
because I was supposed to come back up again in March, but I'd had enough of you. Um, Fair. And uh, yeah, we went to a skate park and we said, right, we'll go in, we'll do all the filming first, we'll get everything sorted. Did we bollocks? <laughs> no, we didn't. We went straight in, we threw the camera gear and the audio gear to one side and we just got straight on with playing but let's get into that at the end yeah. and um so we spoke to uh, yeah really good friend of mine craig maxwell amazing surfer top top bloke and uh yeah he's a lot of fun so yeah, Max, let's get into uh, it order everything brilliant here we go yeah yeah so uh, i'm craig maxwell and uh yeah this is kind of one of my my hobbies, uh, like me and one of my good friends built and we run a skate park shred up in, up in the sunny west coast of Scotland. Uh, <laughs> Famous area. for its waves. Famous for its waves. <laughs> we're, we're spoiled for waves, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, we do that. So I'm pretty much into um, anything board and anything bike related. That's pretty much, pretty much where I come from. And surfing yourself as well? Surfing, yep. Uh, I've been surfing pretty solidly now for probably about 12 years i was a bit later to that than mm, than yeah. the rest of it. i didn't uh I, you know I, I didn't see many surfers on this coastline growing up <laughs> here i i've literally grown up like less than a mile from the beach yeah. but it's it's not a beach you can surf at so it kind of wasn't on my radar until a, until a bit later yeah oh, so craig will be able to testify to this so when i was on as a guest and you asked about my surfing background i'm from ayrshire as well from where we are now close to the beach no surf but i said you know like you know, surfing's not really a thing. It's more popular now, obviously, but yeah. it's just not a choice. It was always knife crime or buck fast was <laughs> the two choices in sport <laughs> and a combination. That's a good way to put it. Knife crime or buck fast. It's true. <laughs> so, so how far do you have to travel when you go surfing? Uh, if you're going by Magic Seaweed, you're you're maybe going a couple hours. Yeah. If you're th- there's there's plenty of spots. You know, twenty minutes from a door that you can you can get in on. Um, on the right, you know, the right conditions yeah. on the right days through yeah. the winter. So, so what's your exact address? Searching <laughs> 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 the coast. <laughs> no, I, I know we've we've talked about it, and there is is spots around here. But yeah, as you say, it's a distance travelling. So, what came first, skateboarding, BMXing, surfing? What? It was actually, it was really snowboarding was the first, okay. the first board sport that like it was my first sort of access and uh getting a hit of adrenaline and yeah. kind of realizing oh yeah there's something else other than yeah, right. football um yeah. which is what you know growing up in scotland enough, you're yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, like totally. yeah. that's, that's what everyone does a, a young boy pretty much typically plays plays football or rugby and and or knife crime well they yeah. come together yeah. <laughs> but i think if you go down a knife crime and buck fast you then go into the army i think is the, is the <laughs> well, proper yeah. route. well to sort you out yeah <laughs> <laughs> and what, what sort of age was that you took up snowboarding uh, so i think it was 12 was okay. the first time uh i hiked up north and went to cairngorm up in aviemore okay uh, and that was part of like a school a school trip, yeah. Um, which is probably the only decent thing I did the my yeah, entire yeah, time at school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> was get introduced to snowboarding. Um, so yeah, that was like my first real. I went up there, fell around a lot, mm. really enjoyed it. And uh, did yeah. it come quite naturally? Do you, do you uh, remember? I, I th- yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, yeah. I, I definitely had a knack for it, like okay. quite quite quickly. Yeah, um, and then I. Like that was before uh, Xscape was, you know, built. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. Indoor, the indoor snow slopes and stuff like that was built. So our again, the the only kind of 
place we had was New Millens, a dry ski slope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that point, it was pretty, you know, it was it was pretty basic to say the least. Yeah, but for sure, yeah. it was it was amazing to be able to. I do learn remember properly. in Scotland, like yeah. going ski sort of trips with school was always a thing. I always yeah. seemed to miss them for some reason, but it was a thing. Like because there, there is there was places to go, and we did get snow quite a bit. I feel like in my, my childhood, it was always snow. But now as an adult, if there's snow, it's a yellow weather warning and <laughs> we, we can't cope. I'm like, well, this, this is how I remember it growing Same up. It was fucking everything, isn't it? <laughs> Just can't <laughs> cope. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Danger of death. <laughs> but I, it didn't come that I, I went. I've done two times, I think, three times maybe I've been snowboarding and, oh my God, it does not come naturally to me. Like, I, I done the first time was in Norway. Right. I was on the Arctic survival course. It was an army thing and... Um, I mean, up this, what I was told was a beginner slope, which I now know is a black mountain, is that what we would call <laughs> it? It's run, like a, yeah. a sheer drop block of ice straight into the Norwegian Sea. <laughs> and I was like, I said, I'll come up as long as you teach me like what I'm doing. And it just left me alone. And I, I broke my thumb on the ski lift trying to get up. It was embarrassing <laughs> on every level. I have level. to say, that's a, that's a new one for me. <laughs> of all the years of snowboard, I've never heard anyone the only breaking reason I got thumb up on the hill. The you know the bar that goes between your leg and pulls you up? Because yeah. I kept falling off and that's where I broke my thumb. But I ended up literally bear hugging one of the lads <laughs> and getting I was just getting dragged the fuck up the hill behind <laughs> and I must have looked like a, a petulant child like I'm not going I'm sure I've seen awful. that video on Jerry every day <laughs> probably was me <laughs> it was fucking awful so uh, what's the path then that's gone from like starting snowboarding at that age and then where did you go to end up owning this pretty amazing skate park yeah, actually yeah uh, it was just um uh, it w- it wasn't planned. It it was all gradual, and it and it pretty much it was it was a a case of just being like completely engulfed in the scene that mm, surrounds yeah, like yeah. all these sports. Um, so snowboarding was like that. You know that was that was a kind of main thing for for a number of years, which resulted in me going and like living in teen and snowboarding every day for yeah. six months, and yeah. um, you know d- going down that road, and then skate parks. You know, it goes hand in hand. You yeah. were always messing around mm. uh, on bikes and on on boards. And it, once I came back from from teen, um, it kind of just escalated to the point where there was a good group of us, like constantly, you know, riding and just that that. Yeah, I think I was like nineteen. Didn't really have any, yeah. you know, yeah. proper responsibilities. <laughs> and yeah, it just it just ignited the flame really yeah, in terms yeah. of that. And and then coming from this area that. You know, it doesn't really have a lot of this stuff going on. No, it was kind of we realised quite early on. It's it's up to us to you know to do something about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And that, how straightforward was that? So to actually put something like that from an idea to to where you are now. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it would be straightforward if you didn't have people in the local authorities making it hard for you. <laughs> 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 uh, so how much do you want to piss off the local council? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, they can't, you know, they can't do a worse job. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> I think the frustrating thing is though, and I, you know, you two are skateboarders, I'm not a skater, but you know, I can, I can appreciate from the outside looking in or maybe slowly having me been a bit more immersed in skating recently. Like there is a bit of a stigma or certainly in the past that comes with skateboarders, just like these, little arseholes cutting about smoking weeds and stuff. But actually, like, I would much rather my kids were out learning a technical sport and concentrating on that than just being little dicks in the park somewhere. Yeah. You know, like, and, I, and I see that as, why is that not a positive thing? Why are we not supporting that? It's great to see skate parks are slowly popping up, built by councils, built by you know, likes of Velo Solutions and stuff. But I th- do you feel, like, I guess, as a skate park owner, that's still got that stigma? It still does to the... 
to certain people. Mm. Um, we're starting, we, we've been doing this seven years now since we opened. Um, so we've, you know, we've seen a, a number of different types of people within the local authorities or, um, you know, within groups that are trying to trying to do things. And, and one of the main things they always chat to us about is the fact that they want to try and, you know, connect with the, the youth yeah. as they yeah, like right. to refer to them as. And, and it's like, well, you, you know, you kind of have to do things other than trying to pull a library up to a youth club and yeah. wonder yeah, why yeah, no yeah, one's totally, turned yeah. up you know <laughs> do you find do you find now you've got that thing where the people who skated as kids now have their own children and are more that's why it's changing because they're like this was brilliant when i was a kid and generational go, go and do it exactly like one of the main things we get like when when people like that walk through the doors like gee i wish we had this when we were young yeah. like that's just yeah i mean and we now me and dave now have kids of our own and you know they've been on skateboards and bikes now since they were yeah, you know, toddlers, yeah, and yeah. hopefully that you know the next generation will continue that on yeah, in a sure. better way. You know, but uh, yeah, they're like they're definitely coming around to it. There's more skate mm-hmm. parks popping up. There's yeah. there's more uh, pump tracks popping up, and I think the more of that happens, the better. I think they're definitely they're catching on to the fact. Like there's there's solid like data and studies to show that like. You can lower antisocial behaviour. Yeah. You can, you know, there's so many benefits to it. Yeah, I think through like skateboarding as well, it gives you some sort of. It's probably the same with BMXing, but it's that thing. And I know you've probably seen it. Rodney Mullen did a talk on it about how you fall and get back up, and you fall and get back up, and it's a good sort of life tra- skill. Yeah, life skill. It transitions into life that every time you fall down, like because there's a lot of people that I've seen that. Haven't ever skated or anything, you know, just done done a normal thing like played football or rugby or you know tennis or whatever they're playing, and then not saying there's anything wrong with doing that, but there's sort of a resilience in these people that snowboard, skateboard, surf, are like they seem to be more resilient because you've had that rejection, beaten down and yeah. getting back up. Yeah, completely. Like, what, like, do you need to try? Like, I mean, I know I know so many people that have literally tried the same, myself included, you know, thousands of times. Yeah. Myself included. Like it kind of, it kind of shapes you as a person. Yeah, like yeah. if you can, you know, if you can do that, then uh, you can apply it yeah. in so many aspects of your sure. life. You, you know, you're trying something until you can't feel your knees anymore, <laughs> and like you, just, you end up walking like you've shat yourself for the next three days, <laughs> and you're just like, was it worth it? Yeah, but I fucking landed it, and I got it on video. <laughs> I'm and never doing that, that again, you know, but I've got it on video. And in a place like this, that you know, I guess coming for your first time skating, like I remember the first time I went to a skate park would have been. Um, What's the Mount Hawk? Is it in yeah, yeah, UK, Mount Cornwall? Hawk down in Cornwall? And honestly, I, I felt I, I was like, oh, I feel like a place here. Like I, 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 I was in everyone's way. I just didn't know where to be, what to do. But actually, coming here, and I think every time I would arrive and do it, like, skate in a, an indoor place, you get that bit more confidence. But then seeing other people that are turned up the first time as me, or people that are progressing a little bit, or people that are amazing, the pros, all that just pushing everyone else level. But actually, I feel much more competent, confident. Now, because I've, I see people aren't assholes. Yeah. yeah. Pe- people will give you tips or you can watch people and see what they're doing different. Do you know, on that as well, I think that's, you get that every time you go to a new skate park you haven't been before. You, you walk in the door and it's like, oh, really? it's like walking into your lounge on Christmas morning, isn't it? You're like, oh, <laughs> what's this? Like, and you get that intimidation. And but then, like surfing a new spot. Same yeah, sort same of, sort of thing. Yeah. But you get that and you also, once you can do it, like, when, you know, once you can surf, once you can skate, you get that sort of intimidation and, I don't know, like, 
you know nervous feeling but once you're there it soon passes doesn't you know yeah yeah it, it's got so many similarities to turning up to a new spot surfing yeah, because yeah. same same as a skate park you'll typically you know turn up you have a look around just kind of suss it out and then you kind of suss out what the locals are doing and what you know what lines they're hitting yeah. and how they're going about it and it's yeah, yeah so many similarities working out who you know you could take in the car park yeah. <laughs> 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 I won't mess with him, him or him here comes the knife and buck fast again <laughs> so I just got completely distracted because you've got a bird in here now oh uh, Inside. Oh, yeah. that's not a little pigeon. Oh, that's Peter the Pigeon. Peter the Pigeon. He's a, he's a skater <laughs> as well. Yeah. You should see him on a board. <laughs> so. well, j- speaking of boards, we should actually start off with an apology because I didn't realise you'd never been on a surf skate. So when I brought my Yo Medina edition, which is the first time I've been able to use it because it's can rained. I, can I say, never been on a surf skate, the first thing he does is drop in on it. True. <laughs> like, true. What the fuck? To be, <laughs> fair, to be fair, if I had a shot on it beforehand, I wouldn't have dropped in. <laughs> I like to go there. And that's why skaters get hurt. <laughs> but, but you'd never been on a, on a surf skate and... We messed about for what ten, fifteen minutes, and you went back on your skateboard, and we have done undone your thirty years or whatever it is <laughs> of skating. Now you can't skate. <laughs> it felt like I stood on something that was on bricks. Like, it's horrible, just completely it? it's messed horrible. my mind up. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you like what the hell? And I mean, it's just that thing. We did the same thing though. Like you, you do it at every skate park, right? You're gonna get there. We we'll set up and everything. We we'll get everything done before we mess around. Walk through the door. We're like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't gonna do any skate. We had that conversation in the car. We said we won't skate because I don't want my hair to go curly. I want to be sweaty. <laughs> we didn't say that. You had that but conversation. Yeah. I was just like, we'll, we'll yeah. get in. We'll film. We'll get that out of the way. So we're not hurt and we're not having to interview you in Crosshouse Hospital down the road. <laughs> and then we came in and we're straight on it. <laughs> like, how could you not though? <laughs> Do you know, seeing that reaction though, that's like one of the best things about like running a place like yeah, this. Fair like, one, yeah. Literally, your both your eyes just lit up as you <laughs> came in. Like, I still, it was it was like two eleven year olds had walked yeah, in the door. It, it is. It's that kid at Christmas thing. <laughs> like, he said to me on the way, he's like, I, I, I was like, I need to do some tricks. Just I'll put like a really stupid bad edit together, like, and it would be purposely look like a bad edit. I wanted it to be that. And he was like, Nah, I've, I've got, not got skate shoes on. I can't. No, skate. I've got skate shoes on, but they're new, and I ain't skating in them because I know exactly what I do. I'll go. I'm not skating in these, and the first thing I'll do is I'll try a, like tray flip or like kick flip or something. And I'll be like that. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoes. Which done straight away yeah. I'm pretty sure the <laughs> first thing you did was try to kick flip on your board that was a heel flip because I know that's not going to uh, not going to mess the trainers up like, these, had, had to, these had to come from like they went all through Europe and everything to get them here oh well, they've done some time let's get them done oh <laughs> but it is, it's a fantastic setup. so I guess for any of you listening and not watching what have we got in here yeah so we've got a kind of mix of everything it's, it's a small space in terms of a a skate like an indoor skate park mm. um in terms of like mount hawk you've been to like this is probably about half the square footage of okay. of mount hawk uh they've been going a lot longer though and you know they're they're a bit more established and and what have you but yeah we've got like ramps basically going up to like uh 16 foot and everything in between like, and down to one foot and everything in between um we've got a kind of bold area we've got a full kind of jump line running right through the middle then we've got a street plaza and a mini ramp so yeah we try and cater to okay cater to everyone coming through the door and have you got some outside stuff going on as well we've got some outside stuff we've got uh, a full set of dirt jumps that are 
uh, kind of open for the the summer. Yeah, right. Because um, I don't know if you you know this, but um, especially for you, Pete, that we get really really warm, dry summers up here. Oh yeah. So yeah, we get a lot of time out on the. <laughs> it doesn't the rain. Apparently, <laughs> does it always rain? I've got questions to ask Scottish people. Does it always rain in Scotland? <laughs> I can't see a cloud in the sky. No, today. You know what? Today's, today's the first today's day. Today's first day, it and rained. it's literally like we came from like Edinburgh side, came to Glasgow, and we were like, "Welcome to Glasgow, rain." <laughs> <laughs> like, is it always like this in Glasgow? He's like, yeah, well, where yeah. I grew up, yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 yeah, I want to go skate more. I think it's amazing. I'm definitely going to come and have a play in a place like this. And you know, for people who haven't come, how would you, if, you know, if you were reaching out to parents wanting to give their kids something to to get involved with, is like you, your sense of community, I guess, within this must be. I guess it's pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. I mean the. The parents of the kids that come regularly and our members and stuff like that, like they they completely get it. You know, they're they're all for it. The community, the kids, how how many friendships have been sparked up in here? Mm. Yeah, and um, because we've been you know we've been open a, a, a few years now, we've kind of been able to watch like you know kids that first come through the door when they yeah. were like seven eight years old, and now they're you know. 15 and they're going in barcelona skate trips yeah. and like right, it's yeah. just it's awesome to watch that yeah i went on one of them a few years ago uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah just before lockdown literally flew back and it was lockdown oh, I, nice. I flew back and then it was oh, like you'd no have been more. stuck out there otherwise. yeah that would have been terrible <laughs> that would have been terrible <laughs> yeah, it yeah. would have been actually because i know skaters skaters out there that have been like they wouldn't let you out the house anything it oh, was right, literally okay. like house arrest on everyone yeah yeah it was i think some woman got fined like they tried to find her like fourteen thousand euros because she took a four little four year old little boy to the shop with her, and you were only allowed out one at a time. And she was like, "Well, I'm not going to leave him at home on his own." And they're like, so "What's that, the rule?" That still sounds yeah. cheaper than walking out to the shops now and buying some lurk pack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> people weren't even allowed on their roof gardens and stuff. They were saying it's that just insane. But yeah, like that thing of like, I think you get it in surfing and skating. Like, if you start it young, BMXing probably as well. You the friends you make there. Obviously, you'll get a few dropping out along the way, but you'll get a core group of people who are going to be your friends for life. Yeah, yeah precisely. We've got like an amazing group like of guys, like all a kind of similar age. Mm. None of us went to school together. We all come from like different areas, and we've you know done trips down to Malaga and and trips yeah. all over the place. And yeah. it's just it's it's amazing like the community you get from mm. it. And also, I can rock up to um, like any skate park. And typically end up, you know, just meeting someone, having a session with someone. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Like yeah. the last time I was down in Yuki a few months ago and rode concrete waves at night. There was a couple of guys uh, riding BMX and I just got chatting to them and all the rest. Yeah. But next minute I got an invite back to the pub, yeah. had a couple oh, of nice. pints. Like, you know, it's, that's yeah. just yeah, yeah. how it, how it I, rolls. They say if you, I, it, it's, it's, I've seen it more in surfing as well, but skating side of it. It's always been if you're a skater, you'll always have somewhere to stay in. Like yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every <laughs> city, every town, there's, there's skaters. They'll be like, Where are you staying? Well, nowhere yet. Well, come and stay at mine then, yeah. you know. How, how tight a community is it for the actual, you know, the people that run the skate parks between the other facilities? Yeah, well, it's, I mean, well, through through lockdown, kind of um, proved how good a community is because one of the guys down, uh, he runs Junction 4 okay. uh, skate park. Um, he kind of set up a group chat of all the owners of yeah. oh, right, okay, of yeah, yeah. the skate parks in in the UK, um, and it's been like amazing to see. So if any of us have like a question or a problem or whatever, yeah. we can just fire it into group chat and 
kind of everyone everyone puts their you know puts their effort into so it's help not like you. a competition between competing no parts. no yeah. like i, I kind of tried to compare it to like 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 a golf club like golfers like they like to play their own course mm. but then they love going a day trip to another golf yeah, course yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. a yeah. kind of similar thing like that's exactly what you yeah. try and do i mean i got like campus near me it's not far from me in bristol yeah and so campus pool and the wooden campus as well and the same sort of thing you get such a good community of people in there mm. that are just like you, you know, you see people, and then you go to different parks, and you see people, and it is it is a real yeah, nice yeah, vibe. Yeah. Is is it it crosses over skating and surfing cross over quite well because it's that same sort of thing. You've always got places you'll go, and you'll get that localism. You get it with skate parks as well, don't you? And you get those group of people that you you can mm. penetrate or get in, or you just ignore them and go and do your own thing. Basically, yeah. it's the same sort of thing, and you find that across parks and. Well, obviously, everyone knows across surfing. Yeah, but like, so on your surfing side of it, then what's what's the when you said you started surfing about twelve years ago? Where's the places you've surfed, and where do you normally surf that you can say, obviously? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So where I am, it's a, it's almost smack bang in between surfing the west coast and surfing the east coast. Mm. Even though I'm on the west coast, it's like a quite a long drive round. Four hours, 19 minutes. Yeah, we, we, we looked for Maka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I would say probably surfing the East Coast is, is my go-to. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a couple of magic yeah, seaweed yeah. spots and then there's quite a few that aren't. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I can like I can get there door-to-door like in less than two hours. Yeah. Um, so that's my kind of go-to. Um, and then when I kind of got bitten by the surfing bug every holiday then turned into a surf trip so it resulted <laughs> it happens, in isn't it? it's a yeah, problem for like partners. pretty quickly it resulted in australia cape town yeah. uh indo three times mm-hmm. you know just uh, you start to then yeah yeah uh, engulf sure did you pick the surfing life. up pretty quick from from snowboarding and skateboarding uh yes and no because i think everyone underestimates the the aspect of reading the water, you and know, moving it, water, and the yeah. fact that the actual surfing point is the last thing to get to. So yeah, I, rem- yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. on my first few sort of goes at it over um, the classic beginner mm. uh, at Dunbar, Bellhaven Bay, and uh, yeah, it was just. I remember j- my my first time surfing actually was a nightmare. It was like on shore. I don't know why we went out. One of my mates had kind of picked it up at the same time as me, and it was just horrible <laughs> absolutely horrible it sounds like me the other yeah. day oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just but, horrible <laughs> but i came back thinking like after it i just like felt so i thought it was brilliant after it yeah, like, yeah. at the time in the water it was it was hell but yeah. um yeah then i i kind of i couldn't stop thinking about it and then i quickly like then i probably surfed like another few times mm. quite quickly after that yeah um and then yeah, it resulted in me getting a board pretty quick. Classic, you know, first board six three. Yeah, just That's uh, a you long know. board to Mitch. Yeah, that yeah. Is. Oh, six <laughs> six midland. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, like probably got too short a board to start with, but you I have just to make them yeah. mistakes as an adult. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. just but but I went and I toiled with it, and and um, yeah, before long, like started surfing waves, and mm. yeah, then just got got that absolute bug for it like can couldn't stop thinking about it, it takes so over your life yeah, doesn't it? yeah totally, totally. so i was totally. gonna say so all those places you've just mentioned obviously scotland's gonna be the best place but where's the best place you've surfed 
would you say? Uh, it's hard. There, there's some places in Indo where I got the best waves I've ever ever had, like out with Scotland, of mm. course. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, there's some places that like would be amazing if there wasn't also 500 pro surfers in the water at yeah. any given moment. Yeah. <laughs> Snapper rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, yeah, I ha- yeah, I have to go go with Indo. Yeah. Um, dif- there's a few different places. I mean, Bali's obviously, if you mm. just want to go have a holiday, you know, obviously when you're taking the missies as well, you kind of want somewhere that, ticks both boxes that's the yeah, perfect totally. yeah. I think that's a perfect place I mean yeah. don't underestimate it you are an absolute charger I think we've only surfed peas together but I've seen some of your content and some of the waves you've sent it on we'll I would, I would turn know. back from the beach I wouldn't even want to see <laughs> you ride it so I, th- I think we'll have to get some footage off you well again it was it was being naive more than anything because it I actually surfed for a while before I had a proper scary moment you know so i think i was like the first time going to going to bali i like my surfing wasn't where it needed to be for surfing the waves that i was surfing but i just went out and got stuck in about it but then i had it was actually the end of that trip i had probably one of the first sort of near-death experiences that every <laughs> surfer has <laughs> at Padang Padang, which was way above my pay grade. And uh, yeah, so that was like, so I'd surfed like quite a bit before I had had a really... Just so the confidence was starting to build enough, yeah? False confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. False yeah. confidence. take this sport yeah. off now. Yeah, yeah, like this is pr- like, what are they talking Hold down, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was quickly dra- getting dragged across a reef and uh, yeah... Fighting for fighting for oxygen as <laughs> <is> a <laughs> is that still your go-to sort of moment as well that, that when you go back to that sort uh, of fear? Well, who, who you had someone last in the point and they always remember that they were talking about waves and they always kind of remember their their most recent good wave. Yeah, I kind of feel that's kind of almost the case with yeah, holdings. Right, okay. Like, well, with bad experiences as well. Um, I remember all of mine. <laughs> I, I, I cherish the hold downs more than the uh, well, <laughs> more Pete, than the waves. As we established, I don't know we've probably spoken about this a lot of times, but we found out in Yuki, this came up twice in a conversation on the same day, that you know when you you have a hold down, you realise, oh, I'm being held down, and you just try and remain calm. At the point Pete goes under the water, before he's even realised he's in a hold down, he just gives up. <laughs> There's no fight. Right. There's no fight. He's just technically accepted it. Just relax. <laughs> oh, not at all. It Full is. on panic mode. <laughs> technically, you're just going through the correct protocol. Yeah. Just relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference between relax and give up. <laughs> just give up. That's it. Just like that. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's it is. It's that that thing. I think. I I know we joke on it and go like, oh yeah, Pete just gives up. But I I sort of just I'm quite relaxed under the water. And I think there's only been a couple of times when I've been under the water where I've got to a point of panic, and oh. I always have that, just totally relaxed going under. I know I'm going to come back up, and I, I, you know, that might be a sort of a like another false sense of security. <laughs> of like yeah. I just know I'm going to come. But you back only up. need that. I think any surfer listening, you only need that one experience, which is always, you know, I know mine. You always have that one go-to, and that's always. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit. I guess it's a complete polar opposite to your best wave, you know, which you just remember intrinsically and that one awful yeah. experience is always locked in <laughs> as well yeah I, uh, see i've got that same thing i've got well, one day and i think you did a podcast on it really early it's like in like episode like five seven somewhere around there anyway 
and we had like a perfect day surfing and we went out down in Devon somewhere and there was just a sandbank working like further out and it was only four of us out there and each of us getting on the wave, surfing the wave, get off at the side, there was nothing else to paddle out back through, you just paddle back round and I think we had that working, must have been an hour, hour and a half, mm. boiling hot day, could have been in board shorts surfing it. And those waves will always be that. That's at the moment. That is my memory of the okay. best days surfing because it was everyone, yeah. wave after wave. Everyone's like whooping and hollering yeah, yeah, yeah. and like excited for everyone, dropping in on each other. But we were all mates, so it didn't matter. You mm. know, it's like the other days, aren't they? Yeah, and that is like the best day I can remember of surfing. But then, like wipeout wise of it. It's just all you've got to say is Putzborough, and I just go to fucking them out. <laughs> <laughs> just, I hate the place. I absolutely hate the place. And every time I've been there, it's just disaster mm. for me. It's funny, you know, talk about best waves. My best waves, it depends how you look at it, because for me, it's always been about, it's never been about the wave, how good the wave's been. It's been about how I've surfed it. Absolutely, because for yeah. me, I'm still pulling all the good bits together like oh shit I've just done a top turn and normally I'd lose all my speed and then that would be me kick off the back but now it's coming together oh I've done a top turn I'm able to get down the line so it's more been about how I've surfed the wave as opposed to how good the wave's been so I suppose it depends how you look at what a best wave is yeah yeah, I suppose. And all the be- all the best. I think you know, like how how you're feeling going surfing mm. as well. Your energy levels, like everything about that. Like, see if you're like, there's nothing better than getting to the beach, seeing a set, and you're just like, suddenly you've just got that surge of energy, and yeah. you know you paddle out and you're ready to roll. Do oh, you know, absolutely. Do you know, saying that, then I think that's that that is the only difference between surfing and like snowboarding, skateboarding, all the other board sports, whatever is that when you're surfing, you've got to be in that moment the whole time you're out there. Like when you're skating, you're skating here, you skate around, you get a bit knackered, you stop for a bit and your thoughts come back into your mind. Why can't I land that? All this sort of stuff. When you're surfing, you don't have time to do that. So like, if you fuck up on a wave, you can't sit there and go, why did I fuck up fucking smack? Oh shit. (laughs) Like, you got to go right, get on and get out there. And like, you get, you get back out the back and you can sit there and you can be a bit pissed off about it. But then another set's Mm. coming and you haven't got that time. So you've always got to be in that moment. And I think that's the only thing that separates it is when you're skating a skate park, when you're riding a bike at a skate park, you're in that moment while you're riding. As soon as you stop, you're back to like, yeah, that was good but you're back to reality. Yeah, yeah. In yeah, surfing, yeah, okay. you're constant. The whole two hours, you're in the moment or three hours or yeah, however long you're out point, there, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. You don't get... Well, I always say this to people who ask about surfing and ask about, you know, uh, surfing maybe bigger waves or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you can't just you can't just flick the switch off. Like, you can fall here and stop and you can lie for a minute and yeah. take, a, take a breath and, like, figure it out. You can't, you can't do that. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, exactly. Yeah, that the next, the wave's next wave's coming, yeah. the next yeah. wave's coming. And it's coming. probably twice as big the one behind <laughs> it. Always is, isn't it? I do I wonder as well, with your sort of uh, skate community here, do you have a lot of surfers given where we are? Or do you uh, surprisingly, considering we're tucked away in a bay, essentially, mm. that doesn't really get much swell, um, there's actually quite a little group of us now yeah. um, that from pretty much like Ayrshire. So... Yeah, there's, I mean, we've had a few days down at waves close by yeah. where there's been <laughs> like... That, that very careful. <laughs> <laughs> close by. <laughs> we're like, we've had like, you know, 12 guys in the water, which okay. is pretty... What I mean, sort of size waves are you looking at these uh, unnamed spots? Yeah, so, you know, mo- most most of the time it'll be, you know, chest high, something like that. But yeah. then we've had the odd day where... You know the dates stick in my head where you've got like, <laughs> you know, head and a half high 
like barreling waves. So nice. it's uh, yeah, it just and empty. It's, and empty, and exactly. Empty. Especially if it's 12 guys that are surfing there, you're all going to know each other as well. So it's going to yeah, be that. There's never anyone in the water that we, we don't know as well, which is, yeah. It's yeah. Just local, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so stay there. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess tied into that same same sort of line of questioning, you you know, your first time on a surf skate when we came in and I brought my Yoan, which I was surprised about. So I do then wonder, because not a massive community of surfers, do you get many surf skates coming in use? The facility? Uh, I've not really. We have like, there, there's a there's a bunch of older guys that are like just from the complete bow carving era. Yeah. Right. So they don't have surf skates, but they're probably as close as you would get to okay. like a surf skate, but still a like conventional right, skateboard. Okay. But yeah, there's there's no one's really messed about on them down here. And I think out of the surfers, there's a couple of skaters out of those surfers as well, mm-hmm. but they'll come in and just still skate a. Yeah, a regular. Would I get some skateboard. odd looks cutting about on that in here then <laughs> on a busy weekend? Yeah, see, seeing the seeing the pumping for speed is definitely like a, a weird one to watch someone <laughs> not yeah. push, yeah. you know, someone not push on a skateboard. Yeah, but it is. it's uh, it's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, th- once the thing is, once you can kind of flow about the skate park, then mm. I don't think you know, like I don't think many people would notice much difference. Yeah, Did true. you see the advantage of a surf skate just for like first time on it of how you move to how you move in surfing? Yeah, so I can see the disadvantage. I could see the advantage of wanting to give up skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no longer have to push. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, the thing is, you said as soon as you went on and you hit one of them ramps, you were trying to lift the nose like you would on a skateboard. Where yeah. really on a surf skate. Unless like, you're, you're an advanced surfer, you need to keep the wheels on the ground because that's rail-to-rail surfing. Yeah. But you were just wanting to lift the thing off the whole time when you were going round. I still do it on them. That Well, you yeah. saw a minute ago, <laughs> still go up and just lift it and just turn it back round. But, you know, talk about surf skates from a, 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 a using a surf skate for surf training. I want to just make that clear that if you just want to go out and have fun and pump and, you know, just cruise, it's perfect for that. So when I talk about surf skates, I want to use it for training. That's yeah. that's not the same as just cutting about on it, you know, a very yeah. different thing. You're going to still have as much fun yeah, on it. Like I said, it's a per- the surf skate, if you don't want to train on a surf skate, it's a perfect thing to get on a prom on a seafront mm. and just cruise. You can never you put easily put, never put your foot <laughs> down cruising in and out of people and just have fun on it like that. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's it's got its advantage, which... It's got advantages over skateboarding for surf training, obviously, was what they're designed for. Right, exactly, for, you know? yeah, yeah, and it works really well for but that. Yeah, yeah. It's still, I still find it weird when I get back <laughs> on a skateboard, like, it's just... Well, I, th- I thought the weirdest thing was trying to go fakie down a ramp on it. And yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> so it's, I just said to you, try all the things that I found really weird to see if it was just me, and it was like that. <laughs> what the fuck? Have you, have, you seen, have you seen when they're transporting, like, the wind turbine, like, the wind... Yeah, yeah, blades. You know yeah. they've got a little guy in the back, rear wheel steering. Yeah, yeah. that's what it felt like. Yeah. Like you're, <laughs> <laughs> but the guy wasn't there. <laughs> the guy wasn't there, and the hey, steering wheel was just left to go. <laughs> oh, man, I can man. totally see. Like, I mean, uh, like you know, to take from a short sort of five minutes uh, go on it. Like, I've been left wanting more. Like, I want to yeah, okay, give yeah. it a shot and see what see what they you can do could potentially you, yeah. do. Because yeah. obviously, we've seen like. Mm. You know, Seb, uh, I've never watched him, like, skate one in person, like, in a bowl, but, yeah. like, I would really like to to see what, well, that's what's the thing, capable. Because you said to me, I was like, said when we were going to come here, I was like, oh, you can teach me to drop in, because I've never dropped in, I wouldn't, I, and he was like, you can't do that on a surf skate. And I was like, Seb does it every so, single day. Like, no, I said, I said, I said, I'm fucking not doing it on a <laughs> surf skate. <laughs> like, that first little ramp, imagine taking that to, like, like this, you know, like a 
this size ramp and trying to drop in on that thing, as soon as you hit that, it's going to be whoa. Yeah, like but you're saying that, but that's, shot, but that's only because we'll, <laughs> we'll film that afterwards and we'll overlay what happened. But that's happened only on because here. you obviously you're used to such a stiff truck. Well, I mean, it'd be loose to you, obviously, yeah, like yeah. on your skateboard, but. If you skated round on that surf skate for a while, your like, muscle fibres would stop just all firing and slow down, and, and and you would be much more smooth with your. So that whole loose truck would become completely normal. Yeah. And in the same way that being reversed, that when you come off that surf skate onto a skateboard with a solid truck, it feels odd because suddenly you've got used to that movement yeah. and it's not. I happening. honestly can't believe. I tell you what, we the do then. We film it. Drop in on the surf skate and then the skateboard straight up. <laughs> we'll do 10 minutes on the surf skate and then go, go on the skateboard and see what happens. But you have to go down the ramp. As long as one of you can take me to hospital. <laughs> but like I say, the tools, is, it's there as a tool. And I, you know, for me and I'm sure a lot of other people that does work like that. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. each to their own, right? Yeah, they're yeah. a lot of fun. Like you say, like down here especially, like we've got like a, a massive promenade down, down the beach mm. as well that's like, the, probably the smoothest tarmac around so I can imagine it being a hell of a lot of fun in the summer just cruising along and also there. it's good to do it in the promenade here because it will teach you to ollie over all the syringes and broken glass you said that not me <laughs> you're not from here you can't I can't say anything no. since Mitch left it's got a lot better yeah I'm going to check <laughs> there's only five needles I'm sure I left one here somewhere <laughs> I think we're going to come back here next time and you're going to be stalking surf skates all over the place yeah yeah yeah, seems like a, a right fit. I think we'll need to get some uh, some classes booked in. It's an interesting thing, you know. To you know, you've got the facility as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Sort of place people would like. I say for me to just even coming in. Like I said, I've not been on that surf skate since I've had it because it's rained the whole bloody time. So just coming straight in and I don't believe you. Honestly, I genuinely, I've stood on it on my carpet. No, I don't believe you. It's been raining the whole oh, time. Oh, right, sorry, yeah. No, I've been in England. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. But like, coming in, like, it just gave me that confident, it's just such a safe space, I felt, to just crack on and get on with it. That's yeah, yeah. what you want, isn't it? And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what's your what's the future plans for this place? What's the future plans for you with skating, surfing, BMXing? What's going on? Yeah, well, um, in terms of this place, before... Um, you know, they decided it was a great thing to lock everyone inside and stop anyone doing anything for <laughs> yeah. a couple of years. Uh, we were kind of like getting ready to plan a move and, and you know, do a build of some kind. Okay. Um, That's got to be an effort. With like <laughs> oh, yeah, well, in terms of like, um, you know, there's no way you could really break this down and build yeah. it the same way and reuse it. We, we had kind of like a rough plan to... Um, you know, to to use this to build like the full entrance way and cafe right. of like the new one, and it would be yeah. like the old bit with a new, and then build a part, uh, you know, a new yeah. park. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been kind of hitting the head slightly with uh, trying to just get back on our feet after yeah, yeah. after being shut down. So um, yeah, we're just we're just continuing on. We're you know d- we do lessons every single week mm-hmm. um, with young skateboarders, BMXers, and well, scooter riders <laughs> as well, yeah. <laughs> We've actually... Well, thanks for <laughs> coming on. And, uh, it's probably the only one I would pick up of all of them sports as well. I should try it. <laughs> the funny you thing... You look like a scooter kid. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, is uh, most of the kind of teenage skaters that we have in here 
yeah. first came through the door on a scooter. Yeah, no, I, know, I so do know a lot of them that have, have started scootering and then they saw the light. And, yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, they bodyboard them. Yeah. <laughs> well, not as bad, but... <laughs> <laughs> Other sports are available. Yeah. Have you had a bodyboarder on the podcast? No, Thanks so for it's coming it's on, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's called the surf show. <laughs> That's right. We we had we had I mean, we've had people that probably bodyboard, but yeah. not a straight-up bodyboarder. No, I mean... I got. I sort of got that thing about it. Like I always see bodyboarding as like something you do with your family and like kids and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. then no, someone out there's going to go bodyboarding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there are great bodyboarders out there. Like we were chatting to someone yeah. the other day. Like who was it saying? Was it Ben saying about just sharing waves with some great bodyboarder yeah, or something I think like so, that? Yeah. I mean, I and do occasionally see a clip from like you know from pipe, and you're just like, well, that was mad. It would have yeah. been cooler if it was on a surfboard, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But is it, the, the thing is that the, the guys that can and girls that can then they can rip on a bodyboard. That's mega impressive. Yeah, but yeah. For everyone else, they're kind of just surfing like me, like on a, on a knee and going doing nothing. <laughs> what's, what's it, Lana called him? Speed bumps. Speed bumps. <laughs> 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 but we appreciate you. You should yeah. use all water sports to progress every other water yeah. sport. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, you take, you got it's like having a football team, you know, you take the piss out of the other football mm. teams. It's like, exactly. you exactly. skateboard, you take the piss out of scooters. Scooters probably take the piss out of, no one know, Terrapins <laughs> or something like that. No one. Know. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually got big shout out to uh, Connor Fetes. We've got uh, one of the best in the the UK um, scooter drivers in in the skate park. Is it? Um, yeah. So he's like, like to be honest. It is mad to see what you can do in, mm. in person, but we'll just leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you? You've, you've got some presumably pros as part of the, the club? Yeah, yeah, we've got some. Uh, I mean, the the, ta- the local talent is, is incredible, and then we've obviously got like quite a bit of talent in Scotland as well. Like We've got some, some big names from Scotland that have, have gone on to do, do quite well. Like mm. One of the guys that stands out that we kind of grew up riding with was Chris Kyle. He's uh, been on Red Bull for a number of years. Um, and he's, you know, you know, I don't know if you've probably seen like videos online of him, yeah. like Kaleidoscope, and he yeah. does this one in Dubai where he jumps out a helicopter onto the top of the Burj Al Arab Hotel and stuff yeah, like that. Amazing. So, um, and then, yeah, on a local level, like we've got like a really good group of like riders and skaters, um, Chris Bailey, who is like one of the top skaters in Scotland and the UK. Uh, he works for us and takes the lessons and stuff like that. Um, Stephen Smythe, who's like probably, he's one of the best local BMXers. Like it's just again one of those guys. Like yeah. you know he's in his local when yeah. he's just yeah, it's amazing to watch. How did them guys? How did they? So I presume they've got you know like a, a sort of championship tour type thing, a, a set of competitions, UK based, yeah, Europe based. It's um, it's funny. It's probably quite again the similarity in like these sports and surfing where. There's quite a it's quite a strange there's you've got people who aren't really into the whole comp thing. Oh, right, so, okay, right, so right, I'm just laughing because I could just I could sum it up with uh, one question. What do you think about skating in the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you prompt this me with that this question? Or I sounded like you. I was talking this about is skateboarding. A, this is the difference. So, like <laughs> surfing in the Olympics, I think a lot of people are like yeah, surfing in the Olympics, and a lot of surfers are like mm, surfing in the Olympics, skateboarding. People that went skateboarding is going to be the Olympics. I don't know, probably eighty or ninety percent of the skaters went <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, it's a as a skate park like owner, 
I'd say it's a great thing because we had we had your face, Pete. kids come <laughs> through the door like parents like oh yeah we're sitting glued to it. The big thing about surfing in the Olympics is uh, I'm all for it if the conditions are good enough or I they're going to have to go wave park. You're going to have yeah, to go exactly. wave park. Like, why it's do you want to? Yeah, why no, do you want to show like a foot mush like with yeah. one of you know the best surfers in the world? It's yeah. just. But actually, the chances of getting on the Olympic tour, you're actually you've got more chance of getting on the CT than on the Olympics because of the number of places available. Yeah. And isn't a lot of sports in the Olympics are amateur, as in that amateur athletes competing at a high level. Yeah. So why is it suddenly the best surfers on the planet getting these spots? Uh, uh, it seems to be different for different sports because boxing is the one that's famous sport. for yeah. being amateur. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless that's the only one, and I've just taken well, that no, literal no, example. No, you, did, you do you get like, I think there's they've got a few like I don't know if they call them wild cards or what have you. But there's just seem to be a sort of a mixed, mixed level of people who are competing. Especially when I noticed watching mm. the surfing, it's like it seemed to be quite mixed. Or you get other ones, and you just get the top people, and they go right, that's our team. Because yeah. but then you get like people going for different. It's really confusing because there's I people going for different countries. Oh, I'm riding for England no, or that's UK, right. yeah, and yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're not you're from like Kanoa riding for uh, Japan. Yeah, it's just like not yeah, yeah. US, and yeah. he's got, obviously got that heritage that he can. Yeah. But I think it's fantastic. I, you you probably agree from a business perspective, but I'm looking at it skateboarding and surfing in the Olympics. That inclusion, it's not just about highlighting the sport. It's about then the dropout of that. Suddenly, that becomes a national thing, and actually, it's not as I said at the start. You know, people might have this outlook on what skateboarders actually are, and it kind of it, it, it's able to change perceptions, and yeah, suddenly, completely. you know councils and stuff maybe want to start funding these things and potentially yeah. that's a, a lot of the reasoning as to why these these facilities are popping up like in scotland Velo solutions the amount of skate park or, or pump tracks that have opened up is yeah. potentially a result I of that th i think my my answer on it is like both sides like that side of it you just said is brilliant you know the more that it's publicized the more they're gonna go actually this is a thing pump money into it and i know the core when you speak to the core skaters and surfers and bmx's they're like, <laughs> like i think if if they do a better job at making sure that money heads downwards to the grassroots yeah. facilities mm. that I, I don't think anyone's going to have a grumble about Definitely. that um yeah i was gonna say it's a bit like nike sbs isn't it <laughs> so we're going on them as well ah, <laughs> may as well we've, we've pissed off everyone pissed else, off everyone else. <laughs> 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 you just leave it there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I, th I think I think there's a the the trouble with the surfing in Olympics was the fact that um, it just wasn't a good. Sh it annoyed me because it wasn't a good show of the sport. So I had yeah. people that hadn't you know didn't know about surfing. Now yeah. like, oh, is that what you do? And it's yeah. just like, well, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have even paddled out for that. It's On a just, two yeah. foot day, it's just anyone and can. It was, I mean, they were, the joke was that they were trying to surf a full heat without getting their hair wet. Yeah. Like how How is yeah. that, like, fun to watch? I would Definitely. much rather watch, like, like, a lot of guys obviously watch, um, you know, Jamie O'Brien. Like, even mm. little kids that scooter yeah. and skateboard in here, they'll watch Jamie O'Brien. Um, and I, I like to watch, like, Cora Rothman. And, yeah. You know, well, you want to watch. I, I think it's like, if I put an example of Formula One. You're just watching it to see that first corner collision, <laughs> like that fireball. <laughs> You're ready to. You don't want yeah. somebody to get hurt, obviously, but you know you want them to be close. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. want to see carnage, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> but stop shaking your head, Pete. I know Leaving you do. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Formula One. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but it's the same thing. But you yeah. want to see people on the edge, don't you? You want. You want to see people pushing the limits. You do. That's what you want to see. And I think something like the X Games. 
that does that in BMXing and skateboarding and snowboarding and stuff like that. Something like the Olympics doesn't. Yeah. I don't think it pushes it. I think it's just like it seems like for things like that that fucking seagulls, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like for stuff like that, it's here we are. Look at us. This is what we can do. For like when it was the X Games stuff, it seems like it really pushed like people going bigger and bigger and bigger. Like you know, I, I the, far, know. the the way they format, like the way they run those you know, the X Games in its heyday, it, it just encouraged yeah people to push it. Whereas the Olympics, and I think it was one of the guys in here said, like it's become it's become very gymnastic routiney. Yeah, is mm, like a way yeah, to okay. kind of put it, and yeah. it's like. You know, because in you know gymnastics, it has it has to be a routine. You can nail right. ten out of yeah. ten every time. Yeah, because I think they said I've heard on the skateboarding one they said something about that that like that wasn't part of it. They had to say what they were going to do or something beforehand. Really, they were going to say they had to say what what route they were going. It was something <laughs> really <laughs> weird like that on the course. I mean, I'm, that, that I'm just sure someone was talking about it, right? They they've got they were gonna this is their lines they're gonna do or something like that. It was see that's an interesting point. It's somebody that's not really a skater. The first time going to a skate park and then going with Seb, I didn't understand drawing lines, so I didn't really know I, from the point of takeoff. I didn't know where I was gonna go, but then I realised once I've got a little bit of a rhythm as to where I want to go after the next point. So I'm assuming for anybody else that doesn't skate, a, a proper skater isn't necessarily knowing where they're gonna go two moves down, they're going to concentrate on a move, the next move, the next move, yeah. transition. So you're not there with a set routine. Well, yeah, it were like, so if I took street skating, for example, if you're at a spot where there was like a couple of like ledges or something like that, and then there was an obstacle, you'd go, right, what am I going to do? I'll start off with a trick. I'm going to do, I'd say I'm going to do a nose slide on this. I'll kick flip over that, and then I'll do a tail slide on that mm. or a 50-50, and then that'll be the end of the run. That's like, say, if you're filming. So you put that together, and you know what you're going to do. Right. But you sort of... You have rough lines, and like in here, you go. I'm going to come down there, over there. I'm going to carve around the bowl. I'm going to come out over there. You know, you have sort of rough ideas of what you want to do. Doesn't always work like that, <laughs> does it? <laughs> you, you know the line for the manoeuvre, but yeah. you don't know where you're going to go after that. Yeah, but it's the same on a wave. You know, you're going to get on a wave, and you're going to go down the line on a wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But depending what that wave does on it, yeah, you're working from what's you, been presented yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. been presented to. So if you come over here and you land something here, and you're not set up for where you want to go, you're going in a different direction. Mm. Then you're making it up on a spot, aren't you? you and know? that's the creative aspect of it. Yeah, that, but, you know, yeah. that's the whole point of it is yeah. is being able to draw different lines and yeah. you can have someone turn up at a skate park and locals could have been skating a certain way and you have someone that just looks at it completely differently mm. and yeah. that's the best thing about it is yeah. the creativeness absolutely of it, yeah. yeah what what have you seen in here that's absolutely blown your mind yeah i've seen quite a few th um one of, well one of the guys actually more recently he's on he's on the he's on the olympic team for bnx okay. actually sean garnell uh he turned up here kind of hopped in and it was as if he built the skate park he knew it that <laughs> <For> one himself <laughs> <right>. <laughs> he had never been here before and he dropped in like he knew every single inch of the place and he just casually boshed out a 900 on that 8 foot which is what? which is 2 and a half two rotations yeah. oh shit so which is a go up turn around 2 and a half times and come back in but like this was like a when when you know when Matt Hoffman was doing it back in the day, like this yeah. was a massive thing. Like, you Play know, top trumps, top trumps with him under a ramp once. <laughs> Good story, I'll tell you about it after. That, <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear that. I need to hear that. <laughs> yeah, so like, that was like a massive, 
you know, a massive thing, and he just literally did it. Like he could have had a cup of tea halfway through. That he was just <laughs> so chilled out about the whole scenario. So that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, amazing. I think uh, people like that when they're that good, they come in and when the moment they walk through the door, they're already like Mitch was just saying, they're already drawing lines, thinking I can do that there, that there, yeah, that there. Yeah. That there. You know yourself, you go to a spot. Maybe not that extreme, but you're like, I can do that. I can do that there. I yeah, can try you see, that a, on that. yeah, you but see, you see an obstacle, and you kind of know what yeah, you can okay. do roughly on something yeah. similar. It's the same. The easiest way to explain it is, you came in here in the surf skate, and you looked at that, and you went, oh, I could probably go around that that corner of the bowl. No, on no. The surf to skate. be clear, I looked at that, and went, fuck off. I went to that <laughs> side. That's exactly what. But I'd you done. knew you could go up there and turn yeah, around. Fair, you know? Yeah, So once you get more and more, you know, mm. it's same as surfing, same as skateboarding, snowboarding. Once you get, you progress more and more. You can look at these things and go, I'd probably be able to do that on there. Yeah, of course. I'd probably be able to try this. And, and it's just getting to the consistency of same as all of them, putting it all together so it flows. Yeah. Fair. That's yeah. a fair point. There's a, yeah. That, yeah. That sums it up pretty yeah. perfectly, yeah. to be honest. And what yeah. about your own skating? Did you, did you compete? No, no. I was never... Skateboarding was never... Um, I was never that good at it to even go close to that. Yeah. Um, snowboarding was probably... It was there was probably a time when I was kind of possibly mm-hmm. starting to get to that sort okay. of level. And then, uh, yeah, my, then this leg decided to go this way and snap a few ligaments. Which isn't, isn't ideal for a leg. It isn't ideal no. for your back leg and snowboarding <laughs> as well. So It's not for pushing on a skateboard yeah, yeah. either. <laughs> exactly. That's, That's why you need a subscape. <laughs> That's why you need a subscape. Um, so, yeah, just um, it gets to a point where you kind of had to go like full, fully in on it mm-hmm. um so yeah the, but there was a couple of couple of little guys like a, a snowboarder with back in the day that ended up kind of you know getting into oh, okay. the olympic team and doing doing some yeah, pretty cool yeah. stuff and whatever so yeah there, there was a good there was a good few i mean the talent of snowboarding in scotland is you know it's pretty mm. up there there's there's a lot of and this is i was actually thinking about this um when you like, asked me to to talk about it. i was like there's so many i know so many people in scotland and surfing and skating and bmx and snowboarding that do the coolest shit and don't post a thing about yeah. it. Which is actually <laughs> that's something really cool about that in yeah. itself. Yeah, it? yeah. There's yeah. so many guys out charging like mm. constantly and they literally post like a photo on Instagram once a yeah. year yeah. and do but that's nothing. the ones that's not I wouldn't say they're necessarily that's not different. Because somebody that does post about stuff doesn't mean they've got less of a passion for it. Yeah, Maybe they've yeah. just got obligations because whichever brand that is now funding their trips, you know, they have to do they that. To but do there it, is yeah. something raw That's and like really ben, nice isn't about it. Ben said, like, he posted once every six months or something like yeah, that. Yeah, little Ben Larg. You know, yeah. I spoke with Ben and his, his dad, Marty, for a long time about, you know, the, the thing is, when you're at that sponsored level, the only thing these brands want back is content, yeah, which yeah. is fair enough. But if they're paying for your, you know, everything, yeah. that's but of course what you have yeah. to do. But, and I've always been really humbled that they're not into that. And I think that's great because they've got such a cool lifestyle of what they do. You know, whole family goes away in a camper van and just lives and surfs. And that's amazing. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, what you're doing in that whole living in a camper van is content. And people <laughs> really like that. People like to see the insides. Yeah. They've stepped it up, you know, they're making the content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which they've got but to I do. Just lo- I love the fact that he's like, yeah, it's like, do you post on social media or anything? Not really. <laughs> but you're fucking surfing Nazare and stuff like that. Yeah. People want to see that. Yeah, not really. He just wants to concentrate on the surfing, bit, which is fair enough. To be fair, I would not have that, Like you said, that some of the best people, like, 
I know some of the guys in Bristol that skate and they're so good and they've got no social media presence whatsoever and they're just like, yeah, whatever, I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah. Just skating. Mm. Or like surfers, like some surfers that probably haven't even got internet, I reckon, out there. As a fan, though, now that Ben's getting, you know, he's he's making, you know, making progress in mm-hmm. his career and stuff, as a fan, I want to, I now want to see more, you know, I now yeah. want to Well, that's it. See that's it. It, goes, it goes back to the thing, and we've spoken about it before on an episode that's not yet out, but this whole, I guess, growing up, so I might guess 90s out. time. No, no, it's not, no, no. Well, it might be out, yeah, but anyway, well, I won't say who it is, but, you know, I guess 90s time, before massive amounts of social media and internet, and it was just a surf mag or a, a skate mag or, you know, that sort of thing, you would get, like, maybe once every month, you'd be able to see what these insane skaters or whatever were doing. Yeah. And then they would get to a level of being that high. Suddenly they've, they've got to travel around the world and they would get sponsorship by yeah. whoever it might be, Monster Red Bull, whoever it is. And a lot of people would be like, sell out. And they, would be, they wouldn't want to follow that anymore. But there's got to be a point when you reach that level, you have to accept that sponsorship has to come. If you can't sell fund, it's part and parcel. Yeah. And it's the world we live in. It goes with it. And, you know, that's yeah, just you, the way it is. Do you want a career or not? Yeah. It, it's yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah, really yeah. is. And I guess. So you um, competitions, I presume you run local comps and stuff. Do you do national stuff here? Yeah, we do. We do local stuff. We do a couple of little bits of national stuff here and there. The, the north of the border is typically forgotten about a little bit more than it maybe should be mm. um, with all this sort of stuff. So um, we try and do a lot of our own thing. Uh, one of the big things that's happening in Glasgow this year is the World Cycling Championships, so yeah, the UCI. Right, yeah. UCI yeah. Um, so they're coming and they've got a, a full event going on in Glasgow, building an entire skate park in Kelvin Grove Park for the the actual... Um, okay. For the It, it kind of filters into an Olympic qualifier and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, we are doing... Um, we're doing an event the week after as well um, to try and kind of coincide with yeah, it. Okay. But we tend to run ours definitely closer to the the grassroots side of stuff. So yeah. we've got an, a, a kind of fe- a mini festival like over a weekend. So we'll get live music, oh, nice. barbecue. Nice. Hopefully the hopefully the sun will be shining. I'm sure it will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It never rains. <laughs> yeah. When's that happening? Uh, that is the 12th, the weekend of the 12th, of 12th 13th of August oh, right, uh, okay. this year. Yeah, so... And the the UCI events um, are the kind of first two weeks in August, so right, it kind of ties in with that. There's like downhill at Fort William, and there's mm-hmm. a whole a whole load of stuff going on. Amazing! Yeah, I'll yeah. be looking forward to that. So I think just before we wrap this up, we've asked you about your worst and best uh, waves. You're gonna have to go slams as well, aren't we? Because BMX and skateboards as well. Uh, yeah, I've had a few, uh, <laughs> a few broken bones over the years. Uh, what they do? I, f- I went through a phase of of knackering my shoulders, so I, I did my right shoulder. Um, f- just fell and coming, kind of tried to forward roll out of the slam. Oh. Bad choice. Broke my shoulder blade in three places. Mm-hmm. That was that was quite a good one. And then, like, I, I think that I just healed. Right. And uh, then I slammed again on a jump and went over and snapped my left collarbone, which now sits lower. So I've got one shoulder sits high, one shoulder Good sits Good for low. barrel riding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Drop the shoulder, <laughs> grab the rail. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, the bones heal not too bad. It's it's the ligaments that the, yeah. the one I obviously said about in my, my right knee, it's really never healed 100%. Yeah. Um, 
had a funny one actually in uh, in Cape Town. I was surfing a wave and um, just kind of got sucked up the face of the barrel, like kind of went over, and it was it was like a, a sandbar, so nice soft landing. But uh, um, my board like hit me in my hand right. and uh, completely dislocated and snapped this finger, oh. so it was like sitting at a ninety degree angle. That, I've had that one on, yeah, that one went that way. Yeah. So that, hence why I can't wear my wedding ring. I've got a rubber. Oh, a rubber. right, okay. Yeah, so my, wed- my <laughs> yeah. wedding ring, this was this was about um, six months after I got married, or not even. So my wedding ring's been sat in my, <laughs> in my desk ever since. It's <laughs> an awkward conversation. <laughs> why don't you wear a wedding ring? Wow. Yeah, well, funny, funny story, I was getting Why battled. are you going on holiday on your own? Wow. <laughs> what about your, your best skating your, or your best trick or your best accomplishment within it? Uh, Obviously, apart from setting up this place, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I would say that definitely is is up there. Um, I, I don't know if I've got like a be- probably there's like best moments I think back to. What's well, like okay, best photo? You you must have. Everyone's got that one from doing something. Someone's taking a photo of them, and you've got like I don't miss that. Some any social of, media, yeah. <laughs> some, some, some sort of like, uh, you know, anything. Yeah, whatever. there's there's probably there's two that springs to mind. One that wasn't so good, but it's because it's an old, an old one, yeah. um, and I've got like long, shaggy hair, and like you know, <laughs> like before a few. A when few I was young, <laughs> yeah, when, <laughs> when I was young, uh, yeah, like uh, I've got a photo that one of one of the the riders took at a time, and he was like kind of getting into. He was the first guy that got into photography and yeah. had a flash and all that kind of stuff. So it's me on a BMX doing like a foot jam tail whip on this flat bank in yeah. like the old skate park here. Um, so that, like it's not the best in terms of what I can do, but it's the, the it's just yeah, yeah the memories yeah, of that yeah. time. And then I've got one, um, I've got one from Malaga. I don't know, have you been to Malaga no. at all? The so there's a skate park there called Rubens. Um, it's like skate park of Malaga, and I think I've I have seen it's, pictures. It's, of it's the got park, a concrete yeah. bowl that's yeah. just like perfection. It's actually got a full cradled bowl with a, a concrete wave like oh overlapping yeah, okay. it yeah that's awesome. it's phenomenal so i've got a i've got a cool photo of me like airing from like one quarter it's like a kind of it's like a well-known like big quarter to flat bank yeah. um yes yeah, so that was like that's probably up there as well yeah. so yeah now i've got those photos through skating as well i've got one that's like years old and i'm doing a hippie jump but we've like, stacked like five five or six pallets each side and then, well, I stood next to the thing, it was up to my chest. I thought, I couldn't even, like, climb over that nowadays, you know, <laughs> get a ladder on it. But I got one of the same sort of thing. It's not a great photo, but it's just a memory that was just like, it was, you know, you get those. And obviously, because you never skateboarded around. I'm feet, still trying to work out some no of the words you're using, like foot jam, <laughs> Kellogg's Frosties. How do you think I feel up here for a week? I don't understand. <laughs> we spoke to someone the other day, and she said something to me, and all I heard was, and I was like, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> I've got a brilliant photo my wife took actually at Karamas in, in Bali as well. That's like definitely one of the ones up there. Well, these yeah. will be getting overlaid, so. I mean, assuming yeah, you yeah. share them. That yeah, is. yeah, I've, I've <laughs> got them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got them yeah. And well, uh, where, where, um, if people want to come and find you, check out the skate park. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can you can find us. We're on all the social media stuff, uh, Shred Skate Park, um, and our website as well, shredskatepark.co.uk, uh, and you can find everything on there. We're based in Ayr, uh, in sunny Scotland, so you can you can find us there. We're 
open seven days a week. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's sunny or not, it's indoors. <laughs> exactly. That's why we built one with a roof on it. So. Are you also, I don't know if it's by chance or not, but having filmed in one skate park before, I didn't know that in some skate parks they put in the light in, which doesn't flicker with frame rates on cameras. Um, you're shaking your head, so I assume you're aware of that, which tells me you've put them lights in specifically because I didn't know that at the skate park I was at. And then when I saw the footage <laughs> back, <laughs> it was howling. Yeah. Unusable. So when we first opened, uh, obviously the, these lights were a fortune um, when mm. we first opened. So we we bought um, like these low bay lights that were about a tenth of the price. Yeah. And they were fine. But yeah, as soon as as the kind of iPhones with a slow mo and the GoPros yeah. with a slow mo like got better and better and better, yeah. suddenly you start seeing footage and you're like, "What the hell is going on with that?" Because I guess as a from a business perspective, people coming in and making content exactly. good for you, and you'd want that to marry up, wouldn't you? Yeah, you want it to look as as exactly good yeah. as possible. So yeah, yeah, we actually we upgraded to uh, a full set of LEDs like maybe a couple of years ago now. Okay. Um, but yeah, that again, it was just with the technology getting better the price dropped down we're able to actually because yeah, sure, it's, yeah. it's not cheap to no, no, you know, exactly. to, to change it over so yeah it's, it makes it look so much better when you're filming and I was mortified because the skating was amazing and then the footage was <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> it was really poor oh you weren't filming yourself skating then. oh no no, no, no <laughs> so have, you ma- have you managed to get this guy on a shortboard while he's been up here that's he uh, fuck. Oh, he don't. <laughs> he, he didn't even manage to get me on a longboard. He got me on his longboard. It's awful. And I'd less said about that. <laughs> a night one firewire timber tech, and he had the terrible time. I, and what made it worse for him is I had the best session ever. <laughs> Place was lovely though. Yeah. Super clear oh, water. Insane. Like insane. I was saying, stood up to your chest in the water, and you could still see your feet on the it's sand. Just, just Scotland yeah. you're describing. It's fantastic. Yeah. Is it? I tried to go in the water outside his house and something grabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> it was who he's pissed off with. I bought a box of But cheers for coming on the show, yeah, man. Thanks, it's been man. great. Yeah, this is it. a great place and uh, good luck to you with the uh, future of it. Shame about the fucking seagulls. Yeah, don't yeah. pull the place down. <laughs> That's because we're just, you know, beach town, seagulls galore. It's just they're, they're everywhere causing havoc. I will say one thing. I'm really disappointed. I didn't, as a listener, I didn't get to hear the intro. Hello. Oh, so we Hello. don't want to give away the scene. <laughs> oh, so the la- we, don't, we, had, we had Sir Fable on. I don't know if it was before or after, depending on when this comes out. But when I started talking to the guys, they were all doing their impressions of people. So when they had produced Got themselves. loads of Scottish people up there going to me. Hello. 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 <laughs> no, the intro's done separate, I'm afraid, because yeah, we know yeah. what's been spoken about. Yeah, and we yeah, didn't yeah. So, so, uh, Hello, and welcome <laughs> to the UK <laughs> I was gutted when I found that out as well. After when I was on as a guest, I was like, oh, I didn't realise that's what you done. It was almost like, that's, I'm really disappointed that's not the case. <laughs> it's like when you get live listeners on radio. My whole life, and it was only a few years ago I found out different, I thought they were live. But it's obvious it's not live, because if they say something random or swear or something <laughs> offensive, don't you, can't you remember? Have that in don't there. you remember on Live and Kicking in the 80s and Five Star were on there, I think it was, and some bloke rang up and they had it. That's, I think this might have been one of the points where they stopped it, because this bloke rang up, and I th- I'm sure it's Five Star or someone like that. Everyone's Googling Five Star now. What the fuck a Five Star? <laughs> and uh, he goes, Oh, yeah, what's your question for Five Star? And he goes, Yeah, I just wanted to know why you're so fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and there's all these kids listening. It's like, Ugh! <laughs> there's a, you you have this one, right? There was a, there's been one like more recent than the 80s that uh, it, I'm sure it was, is it the right show? The guy, I'm sure it's on Channel 5 as well. Oh, is the, it right the right stuff. The right, the right stuff, yeah. yeah. 
so that they they had a guy call up and he managed to get through twice i think in the same show yeah and it just goes oh we've got maureen here uh she's got something to do and then she just orders a fish supper and a, and a, <laughs> and a, and a can of iron brew or something like that it's absolutely brilliant but they got on twice it's, it's fantastic it's like the fucking in the pussy thing like yeah. the news, yeah. everyone's yeah. getting in the background that died off a little I bit I sure yeah. did I grabbed a beer and I yeah. <laughs> I love it well, oh, what well. a place to end yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, cheers again thank you well there you go cheers for that Craig yeah, well, that was, as we said before, we were just fucking kids in a fucking sweet shop. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a skater, but when it, even turning up, I've been to a few skate parks, but even yeah. turning up to somewhere like that, like I, I, I totally get the appeal. And like yeah. we said at the start of the show, you know, we turned up and we had agreed, we, we overtly had a conversation about let's turn up, let's yeah. set up, let's record, and then we can play. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Did that happen? I think that was being being like having been to loads of skate parks before. That was mainly me that said, "Right, I know that it's going to be. You're going to want to get in. You're going to want to go. Oh, drop in on a ramp. Do this. Do that." And we we're like, "No, nope, no. Nope, we're going to just do it properly." First thing I did roll through the door and there's like a ramp in front of me i'm like we <laughs> <laughs> what like i know we we spoke about it in the show but like i didn't realize craig had never been on a surf skate before so and he's he's although he skates you know he would refer to himself as a bmxer not a skater yeah. um so he wanted to go on was it the vert ramp is that what you call it uh yeah i think no, it was a mini ramp i think it was a yeah. mini ramp so never been on a surf skate not understanding that the front trucks rotate um, went straight off the mini ramp and i mean he landed it in fairness but it was like oh my god what just yeah. happened and then <laughs> and i made then... it right back on a skateboard afterwards just to see how different it feels and a skateboard feels horrible after you've been on a surf skate it's true ruined his so skating super and he... tight and but yeah that was it was such a fun day and um you know, not to dig fun any more fun than we did in that at Scooter Kids, but um, you know, he compared in compared uh, bodyboarders to Scooter Kids, but you know, <laughs> do you know what? I actually I met Craig just on a random day surfing at um, the Old Kent Road, and it was just one of them. I think it was like raining, windy, just a typical Scottish day, really. Yeah, and we never spoke before. I don't think we'd seen each other before. I think he just picked up a transporter, VW transporter, and he came over and was asking questions about mine. And, you know, some people you just get on with, you know, like we, yeah. me and you don't have that natural thing. Like we have to work at it. <laughs> but with Craig, it was like, Everyone I don't know. Has to work with you. <laughs> yeah, not with you. You're the key component there. But we just got on. And I think I remember we were both in a rush to get away for whatever reason. Yeah. And I think we ended up just standing in the car park talking shit for about two and a half to three hours. Still you sure? like for a... that, that thing, every time I'm with you, it happens. People are always in a rush to get away from you. <laughs> well, he wasn't. <laughs> and I think, you know, I think if if surfing was full of more people like Craig, it would actually yeah. be, I mean, it's a nice thing to be part of anyway, right? But for the assholes that bring it down, I think yeah. if there was more Craigs, it would be an amazing place to be. And everywhere yeah. you go, it's just a really good outlook, a really positive outlook, welcoming, and you know. But at the same time, you're going to take any crap. Uh, yeah. Just a good guy. And great skate park, real fun, real fun skate park. Can't recommend it if you're in all the way over to Glasgow area, isn't it? Where was it? No, it's not in Glasgow. It's in Ayr, Ayrshire. 
on uh, my home west coast of Ayrshire. So we grew up fairly close together, similar age. Um, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because, you know, when I came on the show, I made that reference about, you know, surfing wasn't, what did I say? Surfing wasn't exactly a choice of sport where I come from. It was knife crime and buck fast. Yeah. And me and Craig being a similar age, he'd obviously got into skating and surfing and all that kind of stuff pretty yeah. early, which for yeah. me was unheard of. It's funny that, you know, that different pathway. So I wonder yeah. what it would have been like if I'd found that then, you know, but it would have been, I reckon in my friend circle, it would have been like, oh my God, what surfing? You know, and it just um, have been like, you, you can't be part of that. Yeah, you'd have probably still been just as shit as me, mate. Oh no, I wouldn't. I know for a fact I wouldn't be any better. Like I've sadly reached my talent level. Yeah. Reached my <laughs> and, life um, level. It's just downhill from now. <laughs> yeah, totally. And do you know what else we should talk about? What else is um, Storm Babe? Uh, I saw your post on that. That was uh, uh-huh. that. Looked, I saw like everything social media, like from all the Scotland stuff that. Uh, is just on the surf show stuff that I've always like, mm. you know, funny, cheesy, toasty, shacky, um, the lagers, um, all of them. I mean, did you see the state of East Sands Beach at the Toasty Shack, the post they put up? Yeah. So yeah. it was like, I mean, I, I imagine everyone had big waves everywhere, etc., with the, with the winds and the storms, but around my way, so St. Andrews specifically, it was like the entire beach was washed up. Yeah. Onto the, the tarmac. The toasty shack was just full of sand. It was actually sea foam for miles. It was actually insane, which is nuts because I saw that the day after when I went and surfed St. Andrews when I'd surfed at home the day before and we didn't have any sea foam or stuff like that. So it was crazy to see the difference even a few miles had made. But honestly, and Swanee, friend of the show, um, wasn't in hospital that day. So, you know, I had a free day to surf. <laughs> we, we kind of agreed that we, either of us and a few other people, have never seen bigger but still surfable waves and clean anywhere in Scotland. In fact, yeah. most of us said anywhere any of us have ever been, anywhere. Yeah. And I've been all around the world, you know, um, I haven't oh, seen waves that big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've not been to Snapper and places like that, but do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a wave that was surfable. I mean, above my ability, but it was still, if I'd made it, I could have caught one before I died. Yeah. But I'm talking easily double overhead. I don't want to, you know, guess on top of that, but it was minimum double overhead. In fact, I remember looking at my window because I'm three floors up on the seafront. What are you, what are you, let's go back to this. What are you calling double overhead? Well, it doesn't matter because, you know, there's no three. No one knows what three foot means in surfing. Yeah, I know. See, see, to me, I know it doesn't work. Like back to this conversation again. So it should be twelve foot. Should be twelve foot. So if I'm six foot, double overhead, it should be twelve foot wave. Of course, it should. But it's not. It's like two foot above your head, isn't it? Is like. And probably, probably, a lot of surfers would call double overhead six to eight foot which yeah. is nonsense. It's utter nonsense. It's like me saying I'd, I'd ride a three-foot four-board when it's a 5'10". It's just pointless. So that's yeah. why I would never say foot because it's such a stupid, moronic approach. It's ridiculous. Why play it down? It is what it is. If that's how big it is, that's how See, big it is. So, me, off the photos you sent me, I'd say it was around eight foot. So <laughs> it was... 
double overhead plus. So when right. I'm obviously three floors up on in my flat, or sorry, my yeah. Beachview penthouse apartment, and I was like, <laughs> oh man, that's like it's pretty big, but it doesn't. It's not huge, and because yeah. it was quite windy, I wanted to throw the drone out the window, but because it's got sensors, I thought, yep. oh, maybe it would like. When it gets to the window, change of pressure and wind and whatever, it might just smash off the frame. So like, no, I'll I'll just go down to beach level to get like a you know face value view of how big it is. And again, you know, like most spots, when it's that big, it tends to break a lot further out. And I'm talking, some of it was breaking a mile out. I've never even seen a wave there Um, on this beach break as well in my house. And when I got to sea level, I was like, oh my. God, it's like I always tell because there's no one surfing it, there's no reference, so you can't yeah. gauge how big it is. But I always think if it looks like the wave breaks in slow motion, you know it's huge, like yeah, it's massive. Yeah, I and exactly I could not believe it. It was honestly something else. And you know, we got utterly humbled. <laughs> yeah. Three of us, including Swanee, we we tried to should we do this as a bonus episode? Yeah, dude. Like we'll put all all of the other stuff on the bonus episode mm. of the uh, of the because there's a lot of this to there's talk a lot about. Of this to talk about and um, yeah, but you know, give people the gist of it. So if they want the rest, they can sign over. Yeah, right. Them. Okay. So yeah, so Swanee again, you know, friend of the show, has been on the show. He's a longboarder. Me and him paddled out with another guy, uh, and one of the sort of it's not a secret spot because I don't like that expression on one of the lesser known spots where I live because it's got a but bit you're of not shelter. Because <laughs> it's nah, a secret. <laughs> <laughs> you can find it on a map or you can ask me and I'll tell you um, so we paddled out here we got a bit of shelter. <laughs> but it's like it's got the steepest beach entry like the sandbar it's almost like a straight wall almost with a slight incline on it Yeah. so the beach doesn't move up far it just moves up you know, yeah. like, like the boar when the, yeah. when the wave came it's kind of like that yeah. so yeah. you can imagine the backwash there Three of us got in, sort of found an area to paddle out. We got in, yeah. paddled for like 10 minutes solid. And then we were like, someone, the other guy went, turn round and I turned round and we'd made it like seven, eight meters. We just <laughs> stayed there. We're like, what the? So we, we, yeah, we got humble. We moved on, tried again. But yeah, so it was a mental day. We ended up getting in, but let's save we that for the bonus. The full story on the Buy Me yeah. Coffee. If you want to buy me yeah. coffee, that's head over to there join up on the membership and uh yeah we should also we've got so much in the pipeline coming up and things to do with whales and other things mm-hmm. you know um what you were saying about slow motion reminded me of i went with my friend sam he people uh, loads of people oh yeah, yeah yeah wave um and we went to croyd a few years back and it was that same thing of uh it was just really slow motion going from like <laughs> I can't remember which left to right, right to left, whichever way it was, but it was just really slow. You could just see it just looked like the yeah. wave was slow. And we got out there and, he, you know, even Sam, who's a really good surfer, was like, fucking hell, it is a bit big, isn't it? <laughs> 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 that, I saw him paddle out, look up at a wave, which was like twice his height and just disappear underneath it. And uh, I was like, I'm not going to try and paddle out that far. Oh, mate. Yeah. It's brutal. But yeah, thanks to Craig. You know, absolutely great guy, great skate park, great surfer by what I've seen. Shame I didn't get to mm-hmm. surf with him, but um he said he, he'll come especially down all the way to uh Devon or Cornwall to surf with me because uh he liked me that much better than you. And um <laughs> yeah, and uh yeah, he's uh thanks a lot. Hey, Go Pete. check out 
our discount codes for Surface if you want a Surface wetsuit or anything from there and use the discount code UKSurfShow23. That'll get you 10% off anything you order from Surface. And we should have a dry road link coming on the website soon. Um, someone may not have updated the website recently, or actually I say someone has updated the website but has realized they haven't actually been posting the updates they put on the website. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Peter. Yeah, so um, that, that'll be done soon as well. Hey, um, Pete. Yeah. What have you got on your feet right now? Uh, I have got a pair of stance, as you call them, socks okay, on. Okay, stance. You've you got stance heat, socks on. The heating's on here and it's boiling. Oh, well, do you know what? I've got on my feet. You've got your dry road booties on, haven't you? I've got my dry road booties on. I love they're these like, things. I refuse the to take them. Things ever, aren't they? Yeah, I refuse to take them outside. I don't. These are indoor only. I just want them right. to stay clean so I can wear them in my own Beachview penthouse apartment. In fact, when <laughs> Special K, when Special K saw them, she, and she got her hands on them. She's like, "I need a set of them. Can you get me a set of them?" And my response was. When you set up a podcast, <laughs> you can get. I thought you. She said, "Where's the other pen?" You went, "Well, there's two of us." So Pete. Oh, that in. was it. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah, and, and then, then that's what happened. Yeah. yeah, then you've got to set up your own podcast. Um, and I should say as well, this is where I'm recording. I'm at a special case. Yeah. Nice backdrop. Bit of piano. Bit of piano. Can't see it, but on the. Oh, well, you, you can't probably see can it, on yeah. your camera. I can't. Mm-hmm. On my camera, but yeah. So um, yeah, cheers then, and uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, we'll be talking about new hats that we've got and uh, all sorts of stuff. Don't forget, go to the Lost Shore social media, to the website, check out vouchers and buy some gifts for people. You will never find these at better value. Brilliant. Yeah. See you later.